We are your evening explorations. Allow me to show you something. Welcome to an episode where two average and definitely unqualified college students analyze and reflect on lessons in literature and relate them to past, present, and future experiences. Hit up our website to find out more about your evening explorationists listed in the description. Ever see a peer stuck in an endless cycle where they go to work or school, come home, and find themselves gazing into the abyss of social media and television? Or have you ever seen someone else who can't even seem to find where to take their first step into growing up? How about witnessing someone who lacks the willpower to silence the distractions and do actually meaningful work? And then once you figure this out, how can you even take the steps to find your purpose or drive? And today, we will be answering these questions from a fellow explorer. Hey, it's Nate. And hey, it's Cody. Welcome back to another episode from your Evening Explorationist. And today, we are excited to talk about grit with our very first guest and fellow podcaster, Ian Sherlock, who currently hosts an awesome motivational podcast called Motivational Monday uh, that we are lucky enough to be a part of recently, which can be found on uh, Spotify and where else, Ian? Um, Google and Amazon. Awesome. All right. Well, welcome, Ian. And would you mind introducing yourself? You know, your name, your majors, hobbies, uh, interests, whatever. Sure thing. Hi, my name is Ian Sherlock. I'm majoring in marketing with a minor in communications journalism, as well as taking classes to become a certified graphic designer at Shippensburg University. My hobbies consist of reading, running, and creating content. These hobbies have led me to having a great deal of interest in social media, art, positivity, mindset, and leadership. That's awesome, and we're really happy to have you. Um, and on this podcast, we love to talk about goals and perspectives. And, and a main theme is finding characteristics in yourself and, and coming to terms and accepting with who you are. Uh, as a result, it's important to look inward and to acknowledge some traits uh, you would like to acquire to be that perception of your best self. Grit, as defined by Merriam-Webster, is described as, quote, firmness of mind or spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger, quote. Grit, I think, it's a trait that's honestly a necessity to be able to accomplish a goal. And there's not really a whole lot of, you know, rules in the universe in terms of the best personality. But to truly achieve a goal, you got to do things that go against a passing feeling, you know, like a desire. Um, Similar to the definition provided by Merriam-Webster. So the concept of grit can range truly to any person, one who plays a violin consistently to be first chair in a concert rather than making a social media account, all the way to a Spartan racer plunging through mud to finish the race rather than resting. These examples kind of feed into its own perspective that that, that says anyone can have it. So in light of this perspective that anyone can have it, Ian, how would you define grit and where have you experienced it? So with personal experience, I would define grit as being that blue-collar mindset, you know, the person who uh, performs manual labor, that's like the actual definition of blue-collar, but in my head, I think of it as someone past that, as being someone who hands-on with everything that they do. They break everything down step-by-step, and it's often the longer, more difficult process, but in some senses, that can be a lot of times the more rewarding way. Um, It takes a lot of discipline and it ultimately takes you just putting your nose down and grinding away. Um, I attribute a lot of understanding of grit that I have to how I was raised and where I was raised. 
I grew up in a very rural area, uh, a small school. I graduated with 68 kids, and the predominant industry in my area was construction and farming. So just being around that is like day in and day out, you're seeing people who, you know, just go to work every day with the mindset of doing things uh, in a very difficult way physically, but it's very rewarding in the sense of seeing what they can accomplish. Um, like my summer jobs, for example, growing up, I my first job was working on a horse farm. That is like, working on a farm is like probably one of the most gritty jobs you can possibly find. It's, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's dirty, it's physically demanding, and it takes a lot out of you. You know, you're wearing like jeans, boots, and long sleeve shirt, and you're walking around in the 90 degree summer sun all day. It gets brutal. And something that has helped me, you know, be a very gritty person and be able to just kind of push through discomforts like that, I think goes back to a lot of the expectations that my parents held me to. Um, whether it be something like a sport or helping my dad out with stuff around the house or academics, my parents always held me to a very high standard of this is how things are supposed to be done. So you're going to do it the right way. No shortcuts. Like you're going to just do it the way it's supposed to be. Uh, like one thing, for example, that my dad did that in the moment made me so mad when I was younger, but I honestly am very thankful for it now. We live on a very big hill. And so he purposefully put our wood pile at the bottom of the hill. We have like a, a wood furnace. And so he purposely put the wood pile at the bottom of the hill. And every summer we'd get the logs come in. He wouldn't get like pre-split wood. We would do all the splitting ourselves in the summer, stack the pile. And then when the winter rolled around, we would have to take a wheelbarrow down the driveway. And we like, it's a long driveway. So taking this wheelbarrow down, it's icy, snowy, filling it up with logs, and then pushing it back up the hill. <laughs> Man, and I'm sure that wasn't like middle of the afternoon either. That's probably in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah. usually before school to throw some logs on yeah. so that the fire can burn all day while we're at school and everyone's at work and stuff like that. And whenever I was younger, I didn't see the point. It made no sense. Why wouldn't we just buy pre-split logs? Why wouldn't we just put the wood pile right next to the house? But through that, my dad's like, you'll understand this when you're older. You'll understand it when you're older. And now that I'm older, I asked him one day, I was like, Dad, like, what was the point of that? Like, it wasn't the most efficient way to do this. He goes, no, but you're going to learn in life that sometimes the easiest way isn't going to be there. So you're going to have to figure out how to push through whenever things are difficult and they seem unfair. And I think, like, unknowingly, that taught me a lot of lessons at a very young age. That's like the Karate Kid moment. Honestly, like when they, uh, I just remember Mr. Miyagi having him uh, do all these chores around the house just for him to become a karate karate uh, master. Yeah, so that's exactly. a really good story. That's awesome. Yeah, and so like a lot of that stuff was transferable to as I was getting older and started getting more involved with sports and academics and different things like that. Uh, like I'm a runner, and high school I was a wrestler. Like those are two very gritty, physically demanding sports. The, like there are both individual sports so you're on your own well I don't want to say individual sports because there are team aspects but whenever you're competing it just comes down to your mental capacity and how much you can push through the pain 
And that was just, it's so physically demanding. Your body just wants to quit. Your mind is telling you to quit, but to be successful in it, you have to just push through and keep grinding. Put that nose down and bleed, sweat, and whatever, you know? But going off of the wrestling stuff, one thing that I struggled with whenever I was younger mentally was I had a lot of success with wrestling, more success with wrestling than I have with running. And I wanted to be able to just focus on running and just put everything into it. But I ended up finishing out high school, you know, wrestling every single year from preschool all the way up to senior year. I had a lot of long talks with my dad, you know, wanting to just call it quits and no, not step on the mat again. And I'm honestly thankful that he would encourage me to keep going and just keep pushing through because a lot of the life lessons that I learned and a lot of the morals that I've developed personally have come from that sport. And like learning so much, you learn so much about yourself whenever you're just at a very low moment. And I think I was at a low moment uh, my junior and senior year through that sport. And it just took a lot of grit to keep pushing through. And now I'm here where I am. I've learned a lot and I'm thankful for that. Ian, you, you bring up some really cool points. Um, and I love the lesson about uh, your dad and having to push up the, uh, the wheelbarrow up the driveway. Um, the, one, the one question I had for you is uh, you said um, you learn a lot about yourself in your low moments. So I think that's super important to um, consider. Uh, so if we consider that side, what about how much do you learn about yourself in the positive moments? So give me a little bit of perspective on both of those. Yeah, so I think it's easier to see where you are when you're in those low moments and see what you can learn from that situation. But in those higher moments, you know, the positives, uh, something that I do for myself is I reflect to those low moments. I think about where I was and I think about how much I've progressed and improved myself whether it be something related to sports, whether it be something related to academic goals or just relationships and just whatever you can apply it to, you just really need to create that perspective and see how much you've grown as an individual. Those are some really amazing points that you bring up and I don't think enough people know how to, how to balance those uh, two extremes, if you will. Like you go from being so low to being so... Uh, extraordinarily high uh, with all of these mixed emotions in between and you're uh, low on confidence, high on confidence. And I think this uh, idea of grit is what gets you through. Now, the purpose of learning and teaching as a whole in this podcast is to have our listeners understand our perspectives and in turn, hope they find a way to, you know, better define their own beliefs and ideas. So essentially change their outlook to be the best versions of themselves. This said, in my experiences, I have found happiness comes in its greatest form when we work hard towards something and eventually achieve it. Or if you lose out on it, then you bring it back around, you learn lessons from it 
and then you go and work towards it uh, to achieve it again. So Ian, with your definition of grit and these ideas of happiness from hard work, what is a question or questions that you ask yourself on a regular basis that put your grit to the test? So for example, to put your addiction, not like your addiction, but uh, say someone has an addiction, to put that addiction to the test, in most cases you have to ask yourself, can I go uh, without this for 30 days and uh, depending on the answer, then uh, then that's how your mental is affected. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so real quick, before I get into you know the questions I ask myself, I, I really agree and like, like what you said about finding happiness and working hard towards something because you know that gives your life purpose and meaning. Something that I have found at my lower moments in life is uh, the German philosopher, Arthur Schopenhauer, he teaches on suffering and things that humans go through. And he has this big philosophy, you know, you can take what, with it what you will, but he talks about how the uh, best measurement of success is how much a human can endure and suffer through. Now, I know that's a little bit dark and extreme, but at the same time, you know, I think that really plays into being gritty because, yeah, you like might not directly be suffering mentally, but, you know, you're going to be suffering with grit. That is like an inevitable aspect of grit you know a lot of times grit is the stuff that it's people don't want to necessarily do but you're going to have to get to the point where you have to do it and you're going to have to push through those hard days and you know falling in love with the process can really help with that and a lot of times I will have those tough days where I'm like why am I even doing this and that leads me to have those questions and I am constantly asking myself what's my why you know, why is what I view as the motivating and driving force for what you do and why you do it, hence the why. And I'm a very goal-oriented person. I set goals and that is so I can track my progress and have something to push through. That combined with kind of my parents and my family and what they've done for me are my two whys. You know, those are my driving forces. The goals that I set for myself and you know, my parents have done so much for me that I feel like it'd be a disservice to them to just go be a lazy bum and not try to accomplish something great in life. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it seems like a common theme here um, in what you're telling me is that your childhood, you, you growing up uh, has influenced who you are today. And you've been mindful enough to recognize it that's who you are today. And now moving forward, you're creating you by setting goals. So you're mindful and you're creating you. That's like the ultimate purpose or one of the main purposes of life is creating you. And to go back to this teaching on suffering, that is phenomenal. Oh my God. The, the, the success is measured by how much you suffer. That is, that can't be described anymore about the, the human like nature. Um, you know, like you said, like you suffered carrying the wood up the hill. But I mean, it taught you discipline. So the whole idea of teaching on suffering is the, like the perfect phrase in its own because you learn so much, like you said, from the darkness than when you're in the light. And I thought that was really that was a really cool theme that, that, that's connected to it all. Yeah, Nate, I think uh, your analysis of what uh, Ian is saying here is super critical to the understanding of our listeners. Now, Ian, you've talked a lot about like 
positive things that you've taken away um, from your childhood, your life so far. But has there anything, uh, and I don't want to get too deep, and you, uh, you share as comfortable as you'd like, but is there anything that's like really forced you to get uncomfortable? Something that has been really, really not good in your life that you're either still working through or you're really, um, or you've learned a lot from in your life. I think those big defining moments are truly the biggest factors in kind of shaping uh, this mold of us. Whereas like the small lessons, they kind of, um, kind of sharpen the image, but the, the bigger, um, more suffering uh, type of experiences is what really, really shapes us. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? So something that I have struggled with my entire life um, is academics. I naturally am not a good student. I struggle a lot of times with math and like anything related to it. Um, and throughout elementary and middle school, I struggled a lot with reading and different concepts with English. So that's always been something that has been a big stressor in my life. And I've had to apply a lot of the different lessons that I've learned physically through, you know, working and sports and turn that into the classroom to be able to get where I am. And since then, I've been able to work my way to being like, Ever since I've been in college, I've been on the dean's list every semester. I, I graduated high school in our National Honor Society, and it definitely hasn't been an easy road. It's been something that I've always had to push that extra little bit, and I, still to this day, I will spend probably like five hours working on like 20 to 30 problems for my calculus class. Like That's just an example that's recent, but to reach the goals that I'm working towards, I have come to terms that that's what I'm going to have to do. I've set a high bar and I'm not going to just give up and make excuses. Well, congratulations, man. I'm that's that's incredible uh, being able to step out and uh, really face those fears and uh, something that you aren't necessarily quite good at, even though even in your life, you're good at so many things. Um, Moving forward, now I have a follow-up question. Uh, instead of looking inward and looking at uh, your uh, personal achievements and failures, uh, look outward. Um, what would you ask an unmotivated person or, quote, couch potato, if you will, uh, that may spark some thinking to get their grit to the test? I would definitely ask them, what do they want to accomplish in life? Because you can't really make those changes in your life until you know what you're working towards. You have to set a bar somewhere and you have to like visualize it every single day to be able to pursue something greater than just, you know, being another number that goes home and watches Netflix every night. You know, if you want to change the world or you want to have positive impact on other people, you're going to have to set a bar somewhere and that is I think the biggest thing that a lot of people don't do they just go through life without a target to aim at and they end up just flying through the air endlessly until they hit the ground yeah that's a great analogy yeah. <laughs> I felt that one um, that's what I was thinking wow yeah wow 
But yeah, we, we've established this grit, right? And and some people haven't activated it yet, or they haven't proven it. Um, you said grit is basically doing whatever it takes at all costs, with your examples of, you know, silly chores, your sports mentality, and also how to notice it. Like, why do I do what I do? What, what is what is my purpose, right? So what is the key to activating or proving your grit? Your grit? And in better words, how do I get myself out of this comfort zone and do great things or or things I deem worthy of achievement? You know, for starters, I think it's crucial to reflect on yourself as an individual and then take action. And what I mean by that is, you know, figure out what you want to do with your life, not what others say or think you should be doing. And then you need to look inward and figure out what your why is. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the podcast that that why is your driving and motivating force. And once you figure that out, you're going to be unstoppable because once you get, you know, that internal stuff laid down, that's like the groundwork, the foundation. And then what you want to do from there is you want to start setting goals. Uh, something that I've created to use for myself is what I call the reverse pyramid method to goal setting. Um, so what I do is I start out by setting the top goal, what I want to accomplish. And then from there, I... It could be something, for example, like a year from now, I want to have this much money saved up. That's a, that'll be a basic example. And then from there, I'll set a monthly goal. Like I want to save this much money at the end of this month. And then from there, I'm going to set a weekly goal of I don't want to spend so much money so that I can save up that much money. And then break it down even further to the day to day where making those little decisions, decisions, excuse me, of I want to save this money so I'm not going to spend it at the checkout on a candy bar. Like that was just a broad example, but you have to set your ultimate goal and then break it down from month to month, day to day, and just live through those little tiny goals and steps that you set for yourself. That's more of the inward stuff, but the putting it into action, a lot of times that's what people struggle with is taking the starting step and actually pursuing what they're figuring out and setting themselves up for. And something that I recommend everybody use, I don't even remember where I read about this, but I've seen it multiple places. I've heard speakers talk about it before, and it's called the five second rule. It's whenever you are thinking about doing something that you know, you get that little kind of fuzzy, like uncomfortable feeling in yourself. Like, oh, I don't really know if I want to do this or say this to this person or blah, blah, blah. But what you do is you count backwards from five. And whenever it hits one, you just act on it. You don't hold it in and just keep overthinking. You just go for it. And I think that is something that a lot of people that are, you know, having trouble finding the, the grit they're looking for and how to take action for what they want to do is they can use this five second rule to really just kind of activate it and push themselves. Ian, you bring up some awesome uh, reflections here uh, where you look at your goals uh, and you create these small steps. And I think that uh, relates to um, this idea that we had talked about previously uh, in the law of attraction. Uh, I don't know if you've read The Secret. We might have discussed this before. I'm not really sure. But um, I, I was just thinking that this reverse pyramid method relates to that. Now, the question I wanted to ask you, I, I found a, I was 
read a quote the other day uh, that says, life isn't about finding yourself. It is about creating yourself. And this, this question and reflection of finding your why, if, you, if life is about creating yourself and not finding yourself, are you creating that why? Because you're not really supposed to find it. You're, you're creating that why for yourself. Now, what, what do you think about um, being the creator of you and creating that why for yourself? So in my opinion, I think you are creating that why because I don't think it's something that should be found because you know people do so much time i think oh i'm just i'm just searching and figuring things out but unless you create you're not going to be able to just go after it and you come at a point where you can just think all you want but sometimes you're gonna have to take actions and so i think you have to create it for yourself you can fabricate it from whatever motivates you whatever drives you you know, there's nothing out there that says, oh, this has to be your driving force. You know, for some people, that driving force is money. You know, they want to make a lot of money, so they use that and they made it their why. Um, for other people, they want to change the world. So they will go and do endless hours of volunteer work. They created that as their why in their own mind and within their own soul. So I truly do believe that you are creating it and you're not finding it. I really like that. And, you know, I think mindfulness is a step in the creation process. I think you have to figure out who you are right now and then develop who you want to be. So I like that. And in turn of creating that, you know, try something new. Um, so, for example, wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to pursue a passion. Yeah, you may fail at staying consistent, but that's because you've only taken your first steps to being great. Right? And no hero became a hero by being comfortable. No, no Ian Sherlock became Ian Sherlock without carrying wood up a hill. Um, so in an event of disinterest or failure, just try something else. And personally, oh my God, I had lots of free time between the end of high school and where I am now. So I was, I was looking into getting a new hobby. Sorry, this is your, you're the guest, but I just want to share this real quick. Um, looking into getting a new hobby to keep me busy. You know, when video games got boring, I tried self-taught guitar. And first, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like, I was just playing, you know, YouTube guitar, uh, YouTube tutorials, but it flopped. <laughs> you know, I, w I wasn't the worst, but I hadn't gotten to my goal. I was actually trying to play Over the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, but on top of that, oh my God, I'm embarrassed to say this. I even tried to make beats, and boy, was that horrendous. Like, I was watching YouTube video after YouTube video. Oh my goodness, man. I absolutely failed at that. You know, I mean, well, <laughs> your beats were trash, bro. Your beats were trash. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. So there's a point to this, right? While these two examples are minimal risk, you know, it, it put me in the mood to try new things, right? So look where I am now. I'm the host of an unqualified and startup podcast. I attend a university and excelling greatly, and honestly, beyond my younger self's perception of excelling. Yeah, the podcast seems basic, but it's honestly fun. I'm having a great conversations, learning about myself and others. I'm reading books. I mean. If you go on to the website, you can see I hated books. Um, but in fact, if I even hadn't tried making music or playing music, I wouldn't have been able to be as familiar with the program I'm using to record and therefore making it more difficult to edit and fix you know, hiccups in the podcast. So this event of trying new things, you are creating you. You're putting mine through different trials and experiences through that suffering you know, to eventually creating you. So Ian, you did give a lot of information. It was a lot of quality information, in fact. 
But is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with, you know, to finally recap the show? Yeah, so... Real quick, Nate, I just want to say, don't let Cody hate on you. I went through the, the beat-making phase, oh, too. I love, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Been there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, with just some of the different stuff I was talking about today, I think that if you want to find grit and you want to kind of develop that as a skill that you can apply to your life, you're just going to have to push yourself. You know, it's not something that you're going to be able to learn by thinking and reading about it's something that i truly believe is just a hands-on thing you're gonna have to get up find what you're working towards and just push yourself each and every day for that so at, at the beginning of this uh podcast with ian we talked about what is grit uh he had pointed out that it is this blue collar put your nose down and just work 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 now we then discussed how to notice it uh, so you're asking uh, yourself, what is my why? And this idea of aiming for a target. And I, I think that's crucial to remember that you can't just be an arrow flying through the air. You have to have uh, some type of target to have a purpose for yourself, creating you and creating that why. Now, uh, we had then discussed how to do it. Uh, and essentially, uh, from what I really enjoyed from Ian's uh, perspective was essentially fall in love with what you are doing and and working backwards towards or through the reverse pyramid um, as well as this uh, five second rule now the biggest part of that is fall in love with what you are doing uh, really enjoy uh, your life and these uh, activities that you uh, participate in each and every day and uh, that's all I have. Thank you so much, Ian, uh, for being here today and uh, talking about grit with us. And I think Nate has a couple closing remarks as well. Yeah, real quick, Nate, before you go, I just want to say thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys having me on. It was a great time getting to talk with you guys, you know, a little bit about my story and just grit. It's definitely an exciting topic. And yeah, I appreciate the time. Yeah, and thank you, Ian. Not only for providing your perspective of partaking, you know, in the long distance physical and mental game of running. <laughs> uh, you have to use this grit to get through that. Um, on top of that, I thank you for making me feel comfortable with me failing at beats because you also, you know, and, and obviously being our first guest ever, providing, you know, furthering our conversation with some knowledge, you know, of a person with very high goals and aspirations and, and the grit to do it. Um, so hit up our website too for more information about Ian and his podcast, Motivational Monday. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to your Evening Explorationists, and we will talk to you next time.